Lord. I need my older brother. You're listening to Rope Talk. Hosted by the Powerbomb, Nick Legette. Powerbomb! And the voice of Lamp Party, Logan Corkins. I'm the best. I'm the best in the world. Brace yourself. This is going to be one hell of a ride. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Rope Talk. So, of course, for tonight, I am your host, Nick Legit. Joining me, of course, we're talking about wrestling, so who else can join me but the mad scientist himself, Logan Corkins. I brought lotion um, because, you know, some of these matches could require some lotion, if you like that kind of thing. If you catch my and some tissues. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the wonderful world of... You know, wrestling. What's up, dude? How are you? Dude, I'm good. I'm excited for this pay-per-view. Um, again, this, like, the matches seem like they could all be really good matches, but sometimes, you know, they always turn around and they're not that good. But yeah. for this one, honestly, every title, of course, it's Clash of Champions, so every single title's on the line, so these matches have to mean something, right? Yeah, they do. And I, I think that there's... A lot of good on this card. There's also some really bad. And I'll I'll give my opinion when those matches come up. Well, let's go ahead and we'll get it started with the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Cesaro and Nakamura versus Lucha House Party. Cesaro had better get into the Hall of Fame at some point just for how versatile of a tag team partner he is. How many different Mm -hmm. tag teams has he been a part of? Just on that alone, just have every single one of his tag teams go into the Hall of Fame. I, this is weird though. Like, I never saw Lucha House Party ever. No offense to them, they're gifted uh, individuals, but I never thought they would actually get a championship opportunity. They're, they're that team that it's like, they're really good in like elimination chamber matches. They're good in that kind of stuff. Uh, they're they're you can put them in a tag team gauntlet match that really works. Them getting a title shot, cool. Add it in. Yeah, I mean, good for them. They yeah. I kind of see. Well, I mean, WWE surprises before, but I don't see any way Lucha House Party going over Cesaro and Nakamura unless Cesaro and Nakamura implode on each other, which. Yeah, I mean, and that's really the only thing that kind of makes sense there. Yeah, it's, it's way too early for that. So, kind of a quick pick for this Cesaro Nakamura. Yeah, Cesaro Nakamura, it's not, not no, it's a big no-brainer for me. Yeah, unless they're finally both going to get pushes in singles competition, but <laughs> uh, I don't see that happening, unfortunately, for them. So... This one I was kind of surprised about, but let's go to the Raw Women's Championship match. Asuka versus Zelina Vega. It's a weird match. Um, It's also being notated that it's going to be on the kickoff show, which is about where they expect a Zelina Vega match to be at. It's not a diss on her. It's WWE's never booked her as a singles competitor very well. And it, it is kind of weird that she's getting a championship opportunity. I think what they are really realistically kind of doing here is like, hey, we don't we didn't have enough time to build Oscar's next big feud. 
let's just throw this one here. Um, because I think I think Oscar's going to be facing either Nia Jax or Shayna Baszler here in the very near future. So they would kind of want to build that storyline a little bit, which makes sense. And I think when you look at it, like, Oscar's going to win this one. It's not even a question. Yeah. And that's the thing I kind of hate is that we all know, like, I mean, Zelina's married to Aleister Black. And, you know, they've been, he's been teaching her, like, MMA moves and kickboxing and everything. So she can actually defend herself, but... I'm hoping this kind of shows everybody like she's not just like, you know, the sneak attack manager. Like hopefully she gets some offense in here and kind of shows, hey, I can tangle with uh, the rest of them. So, yeah, my pick is Oscar to win this, but I hope that Zelina gets a shine in this. Yeah, I think it's going to be a fairly quick match, maybe 15 minutes tops. But Oscar looks good. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt about that. And then we come to, uh, this is, I think, probably one of the matches you maybe talked about, but Bobby Lashley versus Apollo Crews. Is this one of the ones where you're like, Yeah, hey. why are we why are we continuing with the Hurt Business thing? Like, I get it. Like, the Hurt Business is doing great on Raw Underground. They oh, don't I need love to have the Hurt Business. title match on every single pay-per-view. And this is where I'm getting a little bit stale in the Hurt Business is, to some extent, I think that they need a title to legitimize their faction, but at the same time, you see what they're doing in Underground. It's like, no, they really don't. They can just kick mm-hmm. ass in Underground, and that makes sense. Exactly, but I want to kind of, because we don't really get to talk about wrestling that much. One thing I love is that Cedric Alexander is a part of that team now, and I think with like MVP guiding him, because let's be honest, MVP is one of the best mic talkers in the business. And he's one of just the most underrated overall superstars. I mean, there's mm-hmm. nothing he can't do. And exactly. Especially with, because I think Cedric could be one of the best performers in WWE and putting him one MVP can help him out with Mike skills. And then you got Shelton Benjamin on that team. And we all have seen Shelton Benjamin's resume and it's just amazing. Absolutely so, incredible. I'm hoping that kind of gives Cedric a push. But, yeah, with Bobby Lashley and Apollo Crews, this is like, what, the third, fourth, fifth, or maybe sixth time they fought for the title? Something like that, yeah. It's just, it's getting so repetitive. That That's the whole thing. It's like, yeah. didn't he do like three matches with, uh, or t- it was at least two matches with MVP? Bobby and him have feuded a little bit. I think Shelton Benjamin had a title opportunity in there somewhere. It's just like, come on, guys. Let's get more creative. The U.S. title deserves something better. Yeah. Or make it, like, just to make it seem dominant, have it be Bobby Lashley versus Apollo Crews versus Ricochet, and Bobby Lashley beats them both. That way you still have something new in there with Ricochet, and then on top of that you still make Bobby Lashley look dominant like he should be especially for being in the hurt business to legitimize that team just a little bit more yep 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 100% agree there but my pick Bobby Lashley goes over I yeah Bobby Lashley's going over uh go bad for Cedric yeah so uh, yeah Apollo I'm just like I hate it because yeah Apollo but I hate it because Apollo is such a gifted athlete but I get what they're wanting to do. Like you said, they're putting a championship on the Hurt Business to kind of solidify that faction more. But 
And again, like you said, in Raw Underground, we saw they don't need it. So they really don't. <laughs> yeah, they do not. And then so we go from the United States title, we go to the Raw Tag Team Championships, the Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza. This was tough for me because I love the Street Profits. I think they're one of the most over teams right now in wrestling. But at the same time, they need some heat. They need they need some fuel. They need some way to not be stale and Having them do kind of an a uh, comeback story to get the titles again would be cool. I think Andrade mm-hmm. and Angel Garza actually get the win. Yeah, I was about to say, I like you said, Street Profits is probably one of the most over tag teams in the business right now. But yeah, putting somebody like Andrade and Angel Garza, who honestly I'm excited that they're a tag team, and Zelina's kind of out of the picture with that. Don't get me wrong, she was great and everything, but. It's just going to kind of make them better because they don't have the whole, you know, oh, my God, my manager's down. I got to go check on them. It's like, no, we get to show what we can do and we're going to be dominant. So, yeah, yeah. they're going to be they're going to be crafty. Angel Angel Garza kind of reminds me of Eddie Guerrero a little bit, which is how sinister and smirk and that charm that he has. Like, dude, he's so freaking good. That's the thing with Angel Garza. Like, he's gifted in the ring. He has charisma. Like, he has all the it factors. He just needs something to help him get that push. And with the tag team championships, that's going to help him get more into the spotlight so people can actually see what this man can do because he is a gifted athlete. So, yeah, I agree with you on this. Andrade and Angel Garza goes over. Get it. And so we. I'm looking. That's one of the matches I'm actually probably most excited for on the night. Yeah, really. And so we're gonna go from, yeah, we're gonna go from Raw Tag Team Championships to the Women's Tag Team Championship. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus the Riot Squad. I. This is uh. Why Naya? Just just why Naya? I feel like we say that every episode of Rope <laughs> Talk here. I love the Riot Squad, but nobody gives them a chance in this match. Like, you know, it's Clash of Champions, so you think, okay, there's a pretty good chance of subtitles changing hands. This isn't one of them. This just isn't one of them. I'm sorry. This one's staying with the champs. Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax are going to own this thing. They've been dominant for a while. And like, I love what they've done. But at the same time, I cannot stand Nia Jax. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I, I mean, hate Shayna as much. Yeah, Nia's definitely at the bottom. But that's just because, like, it's not because, like, her character, like, you're meant to hate her. It's like, no, because she's literally hurting everybody she works with. She was getting better for a bit, and then all of a sudden she just decided to throw everything she learned how to protect somebody out the window. She's just too dangerous. She... Yeah. I, Forget that she's The Rock's cousin and drop her. Mm-hmm. Because there's heat. There's good heat that you want. Like Baron Corbin. I know I've said this a million times. Mm-hmm. Baron Corbin knows how to great, get great heat. Nia Jax gets you the kind of heat that makes people not want to tune in. I personally mm-hmm. shut the TV off when I see Nia Jax on the screen. The only reason I don't is because now Shayna Baszler's with her, and Shayna Baszler is one of my favorites. 
she's actually she's trying to get better like she's one she's like the opposite of naya baser kind of started off a little dangerous we can all agree on that but she was willing to learn how to do better in the ring and you could tell every week she was getting better with that she was understanding ring awareness where the ropes are where the safe area is how to hit somebody without actually breaking them but i'll be honest in this i'm picking the riot squad I'm I'm going. I gotta I gotta go. I gotta go. Nine and Shane there. I mean, unless unless they break up, unless they break up. I that's the thing I feel is like there's gonna be a lot of like, what I want to say, confidence on Nia and Shayna's part because Riot Squad they're you know smaller than them, so they're gonna be very cocky and like, oh, I can take them on all this stuff. So I'm seeing kind of like a surprise roll up to end this one. Yeah. It could be great, though. It can be, or it can be very, very deadly. Very bad. Please don't hurt Ruby Riot. We love her. We missed her. It, we, we, we couldn't do it without her. Don't hurt, hurt Ruby or Liv. Because yeah. I love those two as a tag team. And again, I think we've talked about this in the past, but I got to say again, Ruby Riot's uh, promo that she cut when mm. she was on the Kevin Owens show with Liv Morgan... Dude, that was probably the best promo I've heard so far this year from WWE. Like, it almost brought a tear to my eye. I'm like, damn, this is not like, this is not scripted, right, or anything. This is literally, you can tell it's coming from the heart. That's awesome. Yep. So, we go from that to this is going to be an interesting one the SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey versus Nikki. And we know that Sasha's gonna attack at some point in this match, mm-hmm. or do something. But as much as that happens, we both know Bailey's gonna keep it. I am not convinced. I love Nikki. She deserves a championship. She really does. But unfortunately, she's just kind of a stepping stone in this storyline. She's a stepping stone that's going to get the title because Sasha's going to play distraction. I think Nikki Cross has avoided this one. This is going to be your shot in the dark. I'm going to go my shot in the dark. So here's why it, I think hell in a cell needs Bailey versus Sasha in a cell match. I I agree with that. I think it means more if it's a personal rivalry and not necessarily with the title up for grabs titles. Titles help, but at the same time, rarely do we see. I think the best Hell in a Cell matches come when there's no title and it's all about personal rivalry and personal story. And I think that's what we could have on our hands with Bailey and Sasha. I like that pick. I really do. And it's a great shot in the dark with. Yeah. I, I mean, I can see that happening. It's definitely going to happen. But I think, in my opinion, I think Bailey. Alexa's going to come out and accidentally screw over Nikki Cross. Yeah. And we're going to see more of Alexa turning into the uh, sister Abigail or the the she fiend, whatever you want to call it. Um, But yeah, I see Bailey going over and then afterwards Sasha comes out and just kind of, you know, beats the holy hell out of her. Yeah, It's going to be good regardless though. It's going to be great regardless. Now, before we get to this next one, because 
I kind of think that these men for this ladder match are going to need some type of an energy drink. Don't you, Logan? I do, you think you can man. help them out with that? I think I can. And I think I can help everybody at home who's like, you know what? I haven't been to a wrestling event in a long time. I need to get energized. I need to be able to do the yes movement in my living room. I need to hear the praises of just, you know, all the beautiful theme songs that WWE has. I need to get pumped for when Roman Reigns comes out. If you need that kind of energy, go to repsports.com. Use the promo code LAMPARTY. You're going to get 15% off your order. There you go, people. We're helping you out. Got to get you that energy for this next match. And these men will definitely need energy for this match. I'm, of course, talking about the Intercontinental Championship ladder match between Jeff Hardy, the phenomenal AJ Styles, and Sami Zayn. This is the lotion match for me. This this is where it comes out. It's a slow stroke of a match. Uh, This is a dream match that I didn't know we'd ever get. I I wasn't 100% positive that this would be something we'd ever get to see in our lifetime. Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, Sami Zayn. And and I know Sami Zayn, you might think that's kind of the weird part. But no, I think he's the thing that kind of pulls everything together. He's the it factor in this. He's calling this match. There is no doubt in my mind. <laughs> Whether AJ Sam- and Jeff want to agree with it or not, Sammy's going to call this match. He's going to call this match, and it is going to be beautiful. It is going to be awesome, and I can't freaking wait. Dude, this is I, the one I was thinking all day, like, who's going to win this? Oh, gosh. It could go. I, like this, this is the mark of a great a really solid build to a pay-per-view where there's three opponents, it's a ladder match, and you have no idea who's going to win. And the best part about this is that none of these guys are rookies in a ladder match. They've all had many years of experience under the belt with ladder matches. So they know how to use them, they know how they can be used, and they know what their bodies can take. Everything about this just screams... Well, as one of the guys in the wrestling match, phenomenal. I cannot wait for this match. I, I'm so freaking pumped for it. Um, I have a pick, though. I have a pick. You, go ahead and tell me your pick, because I'm still actually deciding. Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. Jeff doesn't need a title. AJ doesn't need a title. I think AJ is getting ready for main title again. I I think... I think it's time for AJ to get back to that WWE Championship or the Universal Championship or whatever the heck it is on SmackDown's Universal. I forgot. Um, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Roman's lock until The Rock. Um, I did not mean for that to rhyme. <laughs> this, I, I, I gotta go, Sammy. I gotta go, Sammy. He never, he, he never yeah. lost his title. I know, it was BS reasoning, and honestly, I got to agree with you. I think Sami Zayn is the one that kind of deserves the win in this, and especially when it comes to, like, you know, publicity and everything, going over Jeff Hardy and AJ Styles in a normal match is good, but going over them in a ladder match, that's, that's, my God, that's just article newsworthy so yeah we both got Sami Zayn. so before we go on to the next one of course people we had to bring somebody else back for their one prediction per pay-per-view 
And let's just say he has a very, what should I say, interesting pick. So Interesting is one way to describe this. Yes, very interesting. So without further ado, we're going to go over to Austin Campbell for his ladder match pick. All right, thanks, Nick. And I'm joined by Austin Campbell. Austin, what up? It is the return of Austin's Wrestling Pick of the Week. How do you feel? I feel as good as I always do because I'm always right about these wrestling picks. He's I always have right, 100% right. accuracy, 100% sound logic. Well, let's see who you pick because we're talking about the Intercontinental Championship in a ladder match. We've got Sami Zayn, who's returning back from a uh, pretty much summer long hiatus with COVID. The legend. Jeff Hardy and the phenomenal AJ Styles as they'll be climbing the ladder to get the Intercontinental Championship. Who do you think is going to win this match, Austin? Um, listen, COVID is hard to beat. COVID is basically just knocked down 2020. So, I mean, but Sami Zayn took it down. So, all I can really say about the guy is, you know, yeah, he had his time with One Direction. Um, but he, he has some opportunities, I guess, you know, I, I mean, his music career is fine and all, but now he's, he's, he's wrestling, uh, he, after he beat COVID, he thinks he can just win wrestling now. I guess that's how that works. I don't know this guy's career, honestly. Like, I don't think he's ever had a career. I think he just went from music to wrestling, beat COVID, now wrestling, but I don't think he's going to do it. Yeah. AJ Styles, old news, man. No one has ever cared about AJ Styles, I think, ever. Oh, um, he thinks he has style, but there's only one Styles, and that's Styles Pete. That's all I'm saying. Um, the the middle guy, uh, you yeah, know, Jeff Hardy. Yeah, that name, Jeff Hardy. <laughs> uh, don't really know what to think about him either because he can't even keep, you know, his. Uh, his restaurants in check. Some of them want to be Carl's Jr. Some of them want to be Artie. I just like I feel like a man like that who can't even keep track of his uh, his side of you know he can't keep track of all of his restaurants. I mean, people are just taking over. Um, so you know, I really don't believe in any of these guys. Honestly, I'm gonna go with the new kid though, uh, Sami Zayn, since uh, this is his first wrestling match. He's got all the uh, all the, you know, he's ready. He's just Sammy ready. Zay, the champion who never lost his belt technically. Uh, he just had to vacate it as he was out it, for COVID. Yeah, it's hard to lose a belt when you never had it in the first place, though, because yeah. this is his first wrestling match. And, of so. course, he did. Why not? <laughs> Why not? So and I'm not going to lie. It only took two takes to get, so... <laughs> All right, we're going down. It's no longer 20 picks, 20 takes. You know, <laughs> he's he's was, getting better. I, I, I remember to record it before we did Trash Talk, so we didn't have an excuse to be. <laughs> 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 you know, uh, good Very good. <laughs> now let's go to, uh, well, we were talking about these championship earlier. Roman Reigns versus Jay Uso. I'm intrigued by this match, but we know who's winning. Yeah. And we know this is a Roman lock. Yep, the Roman lock until the rock. 
until the rock. That needs to be the slogan. Lock until the rock. Because the more I think about it, the more of the rock versus Roman Reigns main eventing WrestleMania next year. It just, it makes sense. And the rocks even come out and made a few statements. It's like, it's happening. Like that, mm-hmm. that, that's, that's going to happen. So uh, look, I, I like the Jay Uso's getting this opportunity. He's going to be made of it in a pay-per-view, which is cool. But um, yeah, it's, it's Roman. Yeah. As much like you said, it's great that Jay is kind of getting into that spotlight real quick. But one, this is gonna. This is all just story. Like Roman, it's showing Roman Reigns. Like, okay, yeah, he doesn't want any allies anymore. He's just for himself. That's literally what this story is gonna be about. So, again, kudos, Jay. I'm glad you finally get a main, like a main, main title shot. But uh, we'll just, yeah, Roman. No, no doubt about that. Sorry, Jay. Love you, buddy, but uh, no, not happening. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish it was better, Jay. Under better circumstances, maybe, but uh, yeah. for this, no. So we go to our final match of the night, and I gotta say, I'm actually looking forward to this one too, and that's the WWE Championship, Drew McIntyre versus. The Viper and Legend Killer, Randy Orton. Really well-built match. I like it's an ambulance match. We haven't had one of those in a long time. I think the last one was actually Roman and Braun. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm excited for this match. I mean, this, this, is, this is, again, you know, we give, we give creative a lot of crap, but, like, the, the second half of this show could be really, really good. Mm-hmm. And it's just another match to that card where it's like, I, I love it. This is what we're getting. I love it. We're getting it now. And I, I, I just, I'm all for this pay per view, and I'm all for Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. This is gonna be fun. And again, like we've said, like you said, creative team has had a few. Um, what do I? How do I want to put this lightly? Mess ups along the way, but when they get a story right, they. Get it right. You are hooked throughout the whole thing. And with this match, it's definitely, it's got my attention. And to be honest, I think that's mostly because we've given him so much credit. But again, got to say it again. Randy Orton, one of the best on the mics, makes this story believable. And just the back and forth with him and Drew, this match is definitely going to not just, it's not going to be a wrestling match. It's gonna nah. be fist to cuffs from the beginning. It's gonna be an RKO out of nowhere that gets the win. I'm I'm picking Roman or I'm picking Randy Orton. That's my pick too. I Drew has had a good push and a good title run with this, and I think he will get it later down the road again. That is a guarantee. But I think Randy Orton can definitely, especially with everything still going on. Randy Orton can hold this championship and make it entertaining until we get crowds back. And I hate to say that because, like I said, I'm ex- I was happy that Drew finally got the WWE Championship, but he's had it for a while. Got to give it to somebody else for the time being. And Randy Orton is probably the best one to get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go, Randy, man. 
It's going to be a great pay-per-view. It's going to be a very, well, some great others are going to be, well, Naya, so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So. Ladies and gentlemen, that is our full prediction for Clash of Champions. This was a very quick prediction. We had kind of the same picks for most of these. So, well, but, will we both be right or will we be really wrong on these? You man, that's where sometimes it is. Hey, a little bit of housekeeping though. Let's let's wrap. Let's do this. Uh, Monday, Brandy Robson, Land Party Podcast, and we had some fun. I will tell you, the title of this episode is called "Christopher Robin is a Drug Dealer," and you're gonna want to check that out. It is kind of a clickbait. Really talk about that for like two minutes. Um, but yeah, so the episode on Tuesday, you get a brand new episode of Crossroads. That's right. Austin and I are live on Boss Rush Games, uh, live with Nelly and LaRon. We got to talk about Xbox. Yeah, we're going to make fun of Xbox. That's what we're doing on, on Tuesday. <laughs> and then on Wednesday, Wednesday's the big one. <laughs> Nick, or sorry, Austin and I are breaking. <laughs> trash talk to boss rush games we are going to be live for the very first time you can listen to us talk about the chiefs talk about all the mlb predictions that we have and recap week three of the nfl preview week four as we will be live at 7 p.m central time on boss rush games live check it out we cannot wait it's going to be so much fun so get over there people and be ready for those videos because they will be coming out and like I said, you got to look at the Robin Williams as a drug dealer. I don't remember how we got to that, but Christopher Robin, Christopher Robin, Christopher Robin. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, wrong I, person. But I, I, okay, so like, I we recorded the episode on on Thursday, people. Just you know, behind the scenes, I was building my new desk chair during like most of the episode. <laughs> I'll be 100 honest. And when I do that, like my ADD, I have horrific ADD. So like I always have to be doing something while we're doing a podcast. My ADD was like, hey, fine, I can chill out. And I'm like, hey, I'm just going to go on a random ass path with this topic. And I'm going to go for it. (laughs) It was great. (laughs) It was fantastic, y'all. So, yes, people, give it a listen and see how we transfer from one conversation to the next and go to a drug dealer. It's always interesting. So until then, I'm Nick Legit. He's Logan Corkins. Have a good day, everybody.